Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me discord. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You and your purloined book make your way down a corridor, following Chumley to another little room. This one's smaller than the skull room, and it's quite poorly lit. There seem to be a number of, of smaller light sources. You can hear a, an odd bubbling sound coming from it. 
Everybody's acting Like the world is ending And I hear people saying It's madness It's madness Chumley says, uh, Dr. Surprise, Mr. Major has sent some new petitioners down to speak to you, uh, yeah, are you registered to vote? And do you hear a woman's voice from inside? What? But now? 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 What? What? Now? Oh, th- this is bad time. Bad time. Very bad time. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were all doing it together. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking timing was perfect. Y'all left me hanging. As you say that, this woman looks around the edge of the door at you. She's quite a tall, slender woman, probably in her late 40s, wearing the thickest glasses you have ever seen, the thickest lenses on them, frizzy brown hair sticking out in all angles. What was that, young man? I was just asking if Dr. Surprise was here. Uh, We have a a task, Uh, Mr. Majors. Yes, yes, I'm here, I'm here. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Uh, Try not to disturb anything. You have beautiful eyes, miss. Doctor, doctor, surprise. With the pretty eyes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) step back. (laughs) All of us were so confused by your weird turn here. (laughs) The doctor is like dumbfounded. He's like, he's smart and smooth. <laughs> hey, 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 how's it going, Dr. Surprise? And he offers his hand. She takes it absent-mindedly as if trying to work out what to do with it and then <laughs> turns away from you and she says, so, sorry, you've, you've caught me at a, a very bad time. I, it, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Do, do, do you see this, she says. She's... Looking at what you took, first of all, to be a large fish tank. Well, it, it is a fish tank, really. It's full of water and there's, there's air bubbling through it and there are little things swimming around inside. And she says, uh, I think they're building an idol of me. Wow. I've never been worshipped as a god before. This is wonderful. Wonderful. Well, have you ever considered that a sidekick could w- worship you as a god? S. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, now you mentioned it. Uh, no, I haven't. Is that the kind of thing I should consider? He's going to make a note <laughs> in his notebook. Uh, Vicky, do you mind taking over the mission? Um, I got some notes. Artie, Artie, women don't like desperation. <laughs> it rolls off of you in waves, much like the uh, fish tank over here. Uh, Dr. Surprise... Well, now that you're in the room, you can actually see that there are things swimming around in the fish tank that look... You thought perhaps they might be fish, first of all, but they actually look surprisingly humanoid. These these little things, each one of them about the size of your thumbnail, swimming around. So she's got a grown-up version of sea monkeys. <laughs> the doc wants to, like, really get in and look at these things. What the hell? Literally get in the tank. Mm. <laughs> Not literally get in, but like 
Like uh, eyeball up to the glass. Oh yeah, Diamond the Dozy's got her hands like on the tank immediately, <laughs> and just like fingertips everywhere. Please don't, don't, don't tap the tank. That will disturb them. This is a very delicate. Oh no, I was just trying to say hi. It's okay. What are they? That's a very good question. Very good question. I'm not sure, but they do seem to be sapient. Where they come from? That too is a, a good question. That is a very good Thank question. You. That is a good question. I'd have to consult my notes. I, I, I did rather inherit this project, but, but, but yes, it, it's fascinating, isn't it? Uh, they, look, look. I mean, they've they've constructed. If you look carefully, that that construction that looks like coral there is in fact, uh, I, I think, a primitive form of city. And and you you see that construction there at the top, and you can see, yeah, there is something that looks a bit like a, a human head uh, atop it all. I I, I, th- I think that's meant to be me. It's it's not a very flattering likeness, but I I, I suppose I, I suppose they're doing the best they can. Oh, no, is is she's a looker just like you in that right, Artie? You see the little statue here in the tank. Yeah, but I think I could make something that looked a little bit uh, more reflective of your actual appearance. Uh, you know, if you wanted, I, I've done some sculptures out of uh, potatoes and, um, you know, uh, m- mud. As long as they're not attempting to drown you in effigy. Doctor, we have some uh, information we need to learn from you. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> he also looks at Diamond and points at the little tiny people and he's like, this is an untapped market. Oh my God. <laughs> You're right. They're going to love our act. <laughs> are these full size, you think? Or are they going to get bigger? I really don't know. It's marvelous, isn't it? It's marvelous. Oh, yes. Oh, can you imagine if they, if they are going to get larger, if they, could, if they could grow to human size or maybe you know, half human size, a bit like you. And, and then they could... Um, if they if they worshipped me as a as a god, oh, oh, the possibilities. Anyway, anyway, so, so, sorry, young lady, you were you said you you had a question for me. Yes, uh, Mister Major said we could learn something about uh, Leng. Oh, he's not still on about that Lengian nonsense, is he? Apparently so. Uh, he hasn't got to you running around looking for a mountain, has he? Or an unhatched one. A baby mountain. Yeah, a tiny one that walks. Or like an egg. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, he is quite obsessed with it, quite obsessed. Ever, ever since... Uh, oh, he, uh, it's, it's that rivalry of his with Randolph Carter, isn't it? Uh, it um, anyway, anyway. Wait, isn't he dead? How, how you got a rivalry with a dead guy? Oh, he's not dead. Well, I, I mean, he might be dead, but I mean, dead isn't always dead. The doc looks at you like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Artie looks meaningfully at Vicky. <laughs> That's why we're here, actually. It's like uh, the anathenium, right, is uh, we were hoping to maybe become not dead. Ever. Like uh, like you and Mr. Major. Well, I, I, I suppose I am very much not dead. Yes, yes. I. Uh... Me neither. So far, so good. Right, good. Good, good, good. Well, I'm, I'm glad we cleared that up. How old is Thomas Major? You never ask a gentleman his age. Particularly not that one. That's what I keep telling them. So what do you know about Lang, Doctor? Ah, oh, Lang, Lang, Lang. Well, which one? 
Uh, whichever one we can get to. Well, getting to, that's the difficult part, isn't it? Because if you're talking about the the associations of Leng with that 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 city that was discovered recently down in Antarctica by the Miskatonic Expedition, well, I suppose you could travel down to Antarctica, but I wouldn't want to do that. It's very unpleasant. And and I don't think it's the Leng you're looking for. And all, the, all those stories of Leng, Leng uh, in Tibet, uh, uh, I don't know. That mm. doesn't seem to make any sense to me, does it? Uh, if you had living mountains wandering around Tibet, I'm sure there'd at least be legends about them, wouldn't there? Um, so I, I, th- I think we're talking about dreams, aren't we? We're talking about dreams. Have you tried dreaming? Okay, so if we're going to sleep together... We are not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. No, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. So we're going to dream together. Like, have you ever done a, 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 what's it called? Drifting? Like drift compatibility? In the dreamland, dreaming oh, in the same dream. I think they do that in Tokyo. Do you know anything about that, Dr. Surprise? Could we get in the same mind space? I, that is not my field of expertise at all, she says. Oh, who's, who's the expert in that around here? I, I really don't know. I, Dr. Snoozy? <laughs> she looks at you. With a, a an enigmatic look, made all the more <laughs> enigmatic by the thickness of her glasses. But I, I'm not sure dreaming's really going to help you much there, is it? Because if you're supposed to get that blessed mountain thing back for Thomas, you're not really going to be able to wake up with it, are you? But you said getting there's the hard part. It sounds like now getting back's the hard part. I mean, make up your mind. It's like, like a horse going down and upstairs, you know? You have to be from Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I suppose if you were desperate enough, you could speak to the ambassador, but... <laughs> I, uh... a- ambassador from Lang? There's a dreamy ambassador? Yeah, unlike a lot of women, I don't mind a little desperation. <laughs> we could be desperate enough for the ambassador. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's a bit of a joke around here. The ambassador The, the ambassador is... um. Oh, she, she's she been writing to us for years, for, for a very long time. She claims to be from Leng and uh, somehow found herself in, where was it? Somewhere in New York City, anyway. She's in New York, you said? The place where dreams are made of. It makes sense. Um, could we get your correspondence? Concrete jungle, wet dream tomato. <laughs> I suppose. I... I I I wouldn't expect too much of her. She is, um, I think, something very eccentric. Oh, well, we like that. Nothing eccentric ever goes on around here. I am absolutely certain, looking at the sea monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, she says. Exactly. Do you have an address? I mean, these vagabond shoes are long and astray. (laughs) What, me personally? Yeah, an address for... Oh, no. I mean, I, I would like to see you without your glasses on. Oh, la, la. <laughs> Do you want to s- step into some eyewear a little more comfortable? Take them off, Scott. <laughs> Let's see those brows clean. <laughs> no, like a New York City address for... Uh, Dr. Ambassador. Maybe Chumley can sort something out for you. 
I mean, I feel like y'all are handing us off back and forth. If we could just get like a a folder with all the relevant information, <laughs> a handout. Do you ever do handouts for these? But no, no, no. What, what would be the point of one of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of fun. It takes you out of game for about 20 minutes trying to figure out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you don't want to just watch us read? <laughs> She shouts down the corridor, uh, 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 Chumley, uh, Ambassador from Lang, correspondence. Dr. Surprise is peering even more into the tank and then looks back at Artie and looks back into the tank and just sighs deeply as she looks at the, the effigy that's being built there and sees that it's now wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can I just, like, reach in to the tank? Is it open on the top? It's open on the top, but it's about eight feet tall. You'd need to stand on something. We do have a a big... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do have this big rolled in... <laughs> like small stage with a spinny thing. I just want to kind of run my finger along the little fish to express my gratitude. <laughs> so you're going to try to clamber up. You know what? I'm going to ask for a climb roll here. And this is where we lose Cup, as he will be dragged in... Kicking and screaming and eating. <laughs> it's overdue. All right. That that wasn't great. Um, <laughs> I failed. I rolled a 54 over 20. I don't think I'm going to push a 20. Are you sure? Push the roll. I mean, I don't know. Don't do it. <laughs> How fun will it be if I fail this? The problem is at the moment you're, you're trying to clamber up this thing that's really a spinning wheel and every time you mm -hmm. put your foot on it is spinning around a bit oh um can i try to use my camera tripod to lock that in place <laughs> you absolutely can okay i feel good about this actually why you fuck oh that was so close <laughs> <laughs> so if i had rolled that first i could have spent luck and done it but no i've failed my push while the rest of you are talking to Dr. Surprise and she's peering into the tank and you're waiting for Chumley, there is this splashing sound. And you can see there is the shape of Artie just floating down into the tank as these, <laughs> these little creatures are swimming over towards him. Some of them just picking at him and, and some of them biting and nibbling. Within seconds, there is a bit of blood filling the water. <laughs> filling? This looks like a delightful piece of your scientific experiment, Doctor. You could learn so much in this moment. Doctor Surprise is looking at this saying, No, 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 this won't do. This won't do at all. This is contaminating the entire thing. Get that boy out of there. Can I climb up and try and pull him out? You absolutely can. Usually I put people into water, not pull them out of it. <laughs> you don't want to forgo the joy of killing me later. That's true. <laughs> the doc will try to like boost her up so that she can like reach in and try to grab him. Yeah, I think between you, you can pull Artie out and Artie's a bit bloody. Oh, it will only take one hit point off you because it's fairly superficial. But there's just little nicks and cuts all over you. But... What has happened, however, is there is absolutely no trace anymore of your hat. Your hat is gone. <gasps> Thank fuck. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Do we just see it like drifting down to the bottom with a bunch of fish people playing with it? <laughs> They've unraveled it already. They're working the fabric of it into their their architecture. Maybe that is a comfort for you, that your, your hat is now architecture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's a, I felt like I was their leader, and then all of a sudden they were biting at me. God, thank you for saving me. Yeah, you got to separate the power from the people. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> He's just grasping his hair. Oh, no. Dr. Surprise, do you have a towel for this wet boy? <laughs> she looks at Bertati and then just sticks her head out into the corridor and shouts, Chumley and a towel. <laughs> no, I, I am sorry about this, miss. I... I I usually have good manners. That's what Brad always said. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <sighs> oh, I seem to have wet myself. <laughs> she looks into the tank and says, oh, I, I do hope you haven't given them a taste for human flesh. Uh, no, I think I've, uh, <clears throat> you know, my, my last girlfriend said I have a kind of a sour taste. <laughs> <laughs> If that's a comfort. Vicky is kind of slowly nodding in the background, thinking about all the surveillance she did before the hit on Brad. Like, yep, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> the doc is just kind of like acting like he's not listening, looking at the spinning thing, just like, mm, <laughs> waiting, waiting for Chumley. Nothing's happened. I didn't hear anything. Just as it feels like the awkward silence is hitting a breaking point, Chumley turns up. With some correspondence and a towel. Thank you. I'll towel off over here in the corner. <laughs> so there are two lots of correspondence there. One is the correspondence that Diamond asked for earlier with Randolph Carter. Perfect. And the other is the correspondence, uh, well, it's just one letter, from an address in the Bronx. And there's a letter in a very awkward, spidery handwriting saying, further to my previous letters, I would like to apply for membership of the Athenaeum. My knowledge of Leng and lands beyond human comprehension is superlative and would be invaluable to your researchers. Please contact me at your earliest convenience. And it's signed with some kind of squiggle that you can't really pass it doesn't look like it's in any language you've seen before i believe this is for you and hands the uh letters from randolph carter over to dr ira and then shows the other letters to vicky and says uh, i guess this is where the ambassador lives or whatever is the letter dated and if so how long ago is the date it's currently late April, and this is dated from November last year, November 31. I suppose there's an address on it. Oh, yeah. Should be easy to get to. You ever been to the Bronx? Frequently. Oh, really? Yes. Lots of business over there? Quite a bit. You'd be surprised. Well, would I? <laughs> Just a little. They usually are. The doctor is going to skim through this letter that he is holding and then just like hold on to it and close his eyes. <laughs> and he wants to, 
He wants to use his clairvoyance to see if he can get any info about Randolph. The actual content of the letter is pretty dull. He seems to be the kind of boring individual who just likes telling people about his dreams, and this is just him writing about what he's been dreaming about recently. But uh, yes, if you want to try using your clairvoyance on that, give me a clairvoyance roll. That's a 17. That's a pass. You do get glimpses of maybe what Carter was writing about when he wrote this correspondence. You get glimpses of this fairly bleak, desolate landscape with grey skies above and these these fires and these these stone huts. And somewhere off in the distance you do see these huge mountains looming not too far from where you are with all these fires burning around you. But as you're looking in the distance, one of these mountains just shifts slightly. The duck opens his eyes and looks at Diamond. This is going to be a whole lot harder than I thought. (laughs) I think I would like a sand roll, actually, for that. Yeah. That's a 66 on a 40. Ooh la la. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be a serious sand loss because it was just a vision. It's not like you saw it directly, but still, you still lose four points of sand. Ooh. Ow. Halfway to one-fifth already. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the rest of you see the doctor just drop the letter as his eyes are rolled up in his head. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the doc just crumples to the floor for a moment. Uh, Diamond's just like cradling his head and uh, kind of slapping him a little bit. <laughs> of course. Yeah, why not? I'm still toweling off. <laughs> yeah, she's looking at Artie and Vicky and she's like, when you get the chance to give the doctor a little slap, you give the doctor a little slap, okay? Okay, wake up. It's over, Ira. Okay. I don't kink shame. <laughs> well, then help. Uh, the doc opens his eyes up and looks at Diamond and is like, it's not going to be good. It's, it's, do we have a gun? Everybody looks at Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, potentially. We just got to find out how to get there. But once we get there, it looks like like hell. It looks awful. There's fires and the mountains, they move and they're scary. Oh, well, it could just be West Texas. (laughs) Was this in a dream? Well, I read Randolph's letter, and so I used my magic powers that I have. (laughs) Big eyes, just staring right into everybody that I have. And then I saw saw where Ling is. I saw Ling, and uh, let me tell you. I saw Ling. It's uh, it's not very nice. So, assuming that you do actually have magic powers, and the way that you said it was not very convincing. I do. He totally does. Just so we're clear. Where is it? Maybe we can find out from a piece of information I might have later. (laughs) And he points to his butt. (laughs) What? (laughs) Not points, but he kind of reminds you guys, like, I got the book back here. Right. (laughs) 
Did you see uh, like Yankee Stadium or anything like that in your vision? No, I saw fires and mountains that are moving and shifting around and it right. scared me. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we should go to Missouri. <laughs> oh, I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like hills, but scary. <laughs> <laughs> scary hills. What do you think, uh, Miss Viper? I'm sorry, Miss Miss Viper. First off, how did you know that? <laughs> Second off, <laughs> what? you're Vicky the Viper. I was staring at staring I at was the snake. staring at your ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we should pay the ambassador a visit and uh, find some information, and also have a look at. Uh, what Dr. Ira happens to be carrying. But we really need to figure out where we're going. And uh, perhaps leave Dr. Surprise's sea monkeys alone. New York City, baby. New York City! (laughs) (laughs) The Big Apple. So, unless you've got anything else you want to do at the Athenaeum itself, were you then heading off to... uh, either examine your purloined book or head off to uh, the Bronx or something else. Well, I don't see why we can't read the book on our way to the Bronx. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Vicky has a driver. Oh, wow. She might be persuaded, might be persuaded to allow people to hitch a ride. I actually wanted to pull Vicky aside for a little sidebar, sidekick sidebar before we <laughs> left the Athenaeum and say, uh, hey there, uh, uh, Miss Vicky. I was um, I was just wondering with the other two being so tight knit, if maybe uh, we could stick together and kind of watch each other's backs. Vicky's just thinking about how she didn't actually manage to take something from Brad because she killed him in the hospital, but she wasn't expecting to inherit Artie as her trinket. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I'm a kill trophy. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, I suppose we can, Artie. Okay. I mean, I do have a gun as well. And he pulls out this dripping wet 32 (laughs) from his holster. Do you know how to use that, kid? Well, it was Brad's gun. Um, You know, you just point and shoot, right? Right. Put that away, son, before you hurt someone. Okay. Um, Well, it's good to be on your team, right? You can be the team lead. Can be. Come along, kid. All right. He'll follow with a little giddy up in his step. Hey, we got to get this uh, loaded up into our car. <laughs> you just hear this thing. If you're coming in my car, you are not bringing that. No, Miss Vicky, he's a he's okay. He's got he's a doctor. He he's all right. He, I mean, he could come along. Oh, he can come, but the wheel thing is not going in my vehicle. It can just hook up to the hitch. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it'll do like uh, it'll it'll be like uh, on the wheels in the back, just kind of dancing, prancing around behind us on our way down the highway. Trust me, you're gonna want to see what we can do with that thing. It's pretty cool. Hire your own cab, then. <laughs> <laughs> 
we've been quite successful recently, and uh, Diamond the Dozy does have a uh, credit rating of 50. And Ooh. so we can easily hire a cab. Well, we'll get a cab driver to drive our. <laughs> yeah, with our like little like cart, essentially, that we drive around <laughs> the country. And then the four of us are in Vicky's car. Yep. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so you've hired a cab to drive from Long Island to the Bronx just so you can hitch your trailer to it. Yes. We have the same credit rating. <laughs> <laughs> and the jacket to prove it. Uh, Artie puts like some odds and ends from his pockets in that cab too, just because it feels special. It's like those, you know, taking all of our belongings. <laughs> It's like a pocket knife and a cigarette case. Throw anything in there. It's like a bag of holding at this point. A <laughs> uh, cab of holding. Uh, <laughs> this is great. How did I get uh, hooked up with such good people? And they're so hot, too. I make a mental note. I'm going to have to give Parker a bonus at the end of the month. <laughs> specifically for this drive. Parker! <laughs> you are not Lady Penelope. Very well. Come along. Mm-hmm. Why do you park her on a driveway? <laughs> oh, sorry. Are we in like a limo or like what kind of vehicle? Yeah, what, are we what in? ride do you have? It's a hearse. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know cars of the 30s very well, but it's dark and it's not very conspicuous because she uses it to get in and out of places without being noticed. It's nice, but it's not flashy or ostentatious or blinged. As I'm sure Diamond's uh, vehicle would be if she had one. Oh, and that whole uh, like contraption that we were like pulling around with us. Absolutely bedazzled. (laughs) We've got trays in our car. Can I just say, though, how much I appreciate the fact that you have a trailer to carry your stuff around in? but not a vehicle to pull it. That's just (laughs) brilliant. That would be the smart thing to do, Scott. And that's not how we operate at Ain't Slate, nobody. (laughs) When in Rome. I wasn't being ironic when I said that. I really do appreciate it. (laughs) Miss Vicky, I uh, I never been in a car with curtains on the windows before. This is, this sure is nice. Sometimes you need to protect your privacy, Artie. That's lesson number one. Oh, thank you. Uh, I mean, Brad tried to teach me that lesson, but I guess... <laughs> I'm sure he did. As she's talking about privacy, the doctor is, like, looking in every little nook and cranny. <laughs> <laughs> Rifling through the glove box. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, if you've ever been in a car owned by someone especially someone who is wealthy enough to have a driver there should be little things around but there is nothing like this car is completely perfectly clean as if it has never been ridden in before it's just nothing personality nothing individual nothing Uh, is this a new car no no it's spotting what's also number two (laughs) Don't ask questions. <laughs> the doctor sits down and realizes that he's sitting on a book. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. He pulls it out and uh, like kind of like wipes it off and Gross. like hands it over to Artie. Hey, kid, uh, I think you can... Uh... You hear a squelching sound. <laughs> he's kind of shifting in his seat. 
Hey kid, uh, don't get the don't rip the pages. There's something wriggling inside Artie's shirt. Little little guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to um, I'll try to give this a quick read. Rule number three: Don't get blood on the seats. Oh no. Um, he's gonna like make himself as he's already small, but as small as he possibly can as he's flipping through the book for the entire ride. Just she said not to get any blood on the seats, so you're just in the floorboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he climbs over the back seat. He's just in the trunk. <laughs> then, considering you're in a moving vehicle and you're reading a handwritten book in perhaps not the best lighting, do you want to give me a read English role or read own language role to see how well, yeah, you can. Make sense for this. If I open the curtains, do I get a bonus die? No. Cool. <laughs> Very chumly of you. Oh my God, that's my second 11. I rolled 11 under Ooh. 50. Do I need to make that a extreme by spending a point of luck? You do not. Okay. This diary does actually seem to be written by Randolph Carter. And flicking through it, it rambles on for a long while. It takes you a while to get to the bit you're actually interested in. Yeah, he's like flipping through. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> There's a bit that almost catches your attention with a pitch battle, but you flick past that. And <laughs> the bit that you've been looking for, the section on Leng, you find that again fairly quickly. Most of it just seems to be him complaining. He's complaining about how he didn't really mean to go to Leng in the first place, but he was kidnapped by some merchant who took him on the back of some very large bird, something called a Shantak, and flew him there. And he didn't like the Shantak. It seemed to be covered with nasty stuff. He got to Leng, and he didn't like that very much because there were all these fires that that smelt nasty and he didn't like any of the musical instruments they played there and he thought the people were ugly and so he complains about all that and then he wanders off to some monastery and has a falling out with the people there and complains about that and then you know he fucks off somewhere else and that that's all the stuff to do with Leng. But yeah, it's basically just like, you know, five pages of him whinging and moaning about stuff. And Artie's reading out loud slowly as he goes through. So they're all privy to this. But does is there anything in there about how he got to Lang or how he got back? Yeah, it seems like he visited it in a dream, that he literally was just asleep. And, you know, wanted there in his dreams and then at the end of it woke up. But flicking through, I mean, there's other stuff in there about how... There are perhaps places where the dreamlands touches upon the the waking world, and you can actually travel between them as if they're they're separate places. And there's stuff in there about these creatures called ghouls, which seem to quite happily move between worlds. Are there any tips and tricks about how to dream your way there? Walk through FAQs. Not really, no. Artie's going to return the book to Dr. Ira and say, um, hey, you said you were you had the magic in you. Do you think you could uh, like help us dream our way into Lang? As he's being asked this question, Ira is rolling the window down and throwing the book out. What? 
he thinks that Artie's got his use out of this. <laughs> he tosses it out and he's like, yep, good thing we're bringing our wheel with us because I can suggest us into the dream world. Hypnosis, if you will. We don't take too kindly to littering down in Texas. So, um. You don't mess with Texas, I've heard. Well, thank God we're in New York and we don't care. Uh, all right. <laughs> the streets are dirty down here. Yeah, he probably just landed it in a pile of trash and made the pile of trash a little bit better. Right in front of the Sparrow. <laughs> Best pizza in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> with an ice cold Pellegrino. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just want to say this is great, Miss Vicky. Thank you for the 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 transport. Uh, I really feel like we should name our squad. I just wanted to put it out there for everybody. Hmm. What squad? Like our um, team, our, you know, us, the four of us. No offense, Parker. We all have names individually. I don't see why we need one as a group. Speaking of, what is your name? <laughs> Vicky. Is that it? <laughs> Just long silence. No, it's cool. I like a mononym. It's cool. I mean, I'm Diamond the Doozy. You know, it's like a mononym with a little extra. <laughs> Vicky Carter. Oh, okay. Vicky Carter. Are you related to <laughs> Randy? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, because like Randolph Carter is part of this whole thing and you have the same last name mm. as him. That's pretty wild. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Which is funny, out of character, because I picked this name without knowing going into it that Randolph Carter was going to be involved. <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> Maybe we'll meet a doozy later, like, like kind of like one of each of us, you know? Whoa. Yeah. I'd like that very much. We already met a lot of doctors, so we got me covered. <laughs> it's like spies like us. Uh, <laughs> we can meet to catch them, right? And then, anyway, uh, is there a radio in here? <laughs> no. <laughs> Parker, you know how to get to this place? Can we get a new NPC voice on this? Yeah. Or do you have any suggestions on a team name? <laughs> yeah you kind of got to know us over the last hour he doesn't speak pretty good for my line of work what about the ling ring oh the ling ring the ling ling coo the ling ring coo <laughs> the ling That's ring kind of catchy or like lang lang the siblings <laughs> the siblings oh i love that what are you going on about? Our troop. We're going to call ourselves the the siblings. <laughs> you just got to put a little twang on it, Vicky. The siblings. I don't twang. Siblings. Say it with us. Siblings on three. And he puts his hand in the center. Diamond puts her hand in. Artie puts his hand in. <laughs> Vicky does not. <laughs> She's just staring at them. Come on. <laughs> But you also, looking at her nails, get the idea if she did put her hand in someone getting cut. Oh, no. 
Okay, maybe by the end of this thing, we'll get Vicky on board with one, two, two three, three siblings. siblings. No, it's good. We got to have team goals, right? If we did it all up front, then wouldn't be no point in going through the adventure. No character development. That's right. Yeah, right. And we're all relying on Vicky because the rest of us are static. <laughs> it's like we're the siblings and you're like our babysitter. <laughs> I'm like, I'll cut you. (laughs) Not a very good babysitter. Alternative name, Babysitter's Club. (laughs) You're all going to die. Wow, this car's fast. (laughs) Is this the Bronx already? I can't believe we're already over by the, uh, uh, oh shit, it just says Bronx. I thought we had an address. <laughs> uh, Vicky, I couldn't help but notice it, it looks like you have, not that I was like staring at your thighs or nothing, but it looks like you got enough weapons for everybody. Mm, yes, I do. I do have enough weapons for everyone. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, if we could just. But no one's getting one. Bring your own. All right. That's lesson number four, Artie. Be prepared. Well, I do have a soggy gun. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my ex-girlfriend said. Yeah, nice. (laughs) The Bronx is more beautiful than I imagined. Uh, Maybe we can stop at the zoo if we find Lang, uh, like, before dark. Have some Panglangs, if you're Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) The doc looks at Diamond. Zoo, untapped market. Oh, we could perform at the zoo. Everybody likes a performance at the zoo. Trained animals, trained humans. It'll be great. <laughs> mm. Well, at some point, the car, <laughs> the car pulls up at the address you've been given. And you can see that it's a fairly squat apartment block. It's only two stories high. The address you've been given is apartment 1C. There's a, a small yard out front. There's some kids playing outside. It means there's a guy holding a skull upstairs. <laughs> one C or not one C. <laughs> 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 oh, dear God. Sorry, Scott. Thanks for still loving me. <laughs> That's a big assumption. I, it's a big swing. I'll take it. I thought it was one land and two C. Oh my God. That's, that's Boston. <laughs> <sighs> Artie's going to stay behind for a, just a minute in the car to see if he can get Parker to speak. <laughs> you do not. Okay, that was a pity. Uh, so I'll follow last <laughs> to the door then. He rolls up the divider window thing. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is the cab here yet with the, with the device? <laughs> Yes, you can pay the driver if you want and, and <laughs> park the trailer with the device outside the apartment block. Amazing. I'll give you a little extra if you'll just sit here for a while. Yeah, you want to <laughs> hang out? I'll give you free hypno- uh, reading or whatever you need. Is he mute, Scott? <laughs> I, I think he's just staring in stunned disbelief. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. What are you doing with your day? Keep the meter running. The doctor reaches behind his ear and pulls out uh like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. That's wow. a lot of money. Oh look at that big boy. Look at you. And this can be yours if you'll just wait here. And he puts it in his pocket. Yeah, you just want to hang out. <laughs> That's what Parker makes in a year. 
Yeah, you just gave him like $450 in modern money. It's <laughs> a good day spent. Making it worth it. Well, the cabbie shrugs and says, you're done, buddy. All right. Perfect. Let's go. Bye. Nihau. <laughs> hey, Artie, what kind of building is this? Oh, wow. They, it's, it's Art Deco. This is, this is the new stuff. This is good stuff here. Uh, I love the way the colonial architecture in this city kind of blends with the, the industrial uh, growth. Why didn't you finish the second word? You said Art Deco. Uh, decoration, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> Decor, you know, uh, um, decorum, maybe. Yeah, that sounds nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it means. No, it's beautiful. I mean, just look at this place. I mean, actually, I'm going to start writing a little bit in my in my sketchbook about it in case there's an article uh, in my future. <laughs> Well, it's befitting someone who is an ambassador of uh, an alternative space and world. Y'all are a showman, right? Do you think there's any potential for like a architecture magazine out there in the world? You could probably sell it to like one of those book rooms. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Let me just let me just set up my box camera. I'll be out here for a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of this place. Yeah, I'm gonna take a photo. He's going to stand in front of the camera and wait for it to get ready. He's perfect. <laughs> Can I take a photo, Scott, of the building? Yeah, sure. Okay. To anyone else's eyes, this looks like a fairly unassuming squat stone apartment building. But I, I guess in your eyes, you can see the architectural glory behind it all. That's why we love Artie, you know? The world just looks beautiful through his eyes. And to give some scale in the picture, the doctor is standing next to the building, <laughs> giving a <laughs> thumbs up. You no, know, right there. You, you look great. Uh, all right. One, two, three. Click. And there's like a puff of smoke. <laughs> the puff of smoke kind of scares the doctor. <laughs> all right. Well. I'll roll to see how that turns out in a couple months. <laughs> I guess uh, let's go talk to this dream doctor. Yeah. All right. Vicky, maybe you could go first with all the you know newfangled weapons and stuff. Oh, Vicky's already gone inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's madness. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash Slade, or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. 
See our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you and good luck out there.